What's going on, everybody? This special S-Class interview with Dominique Provost Chocolate, a.k.a. the Notorious DPC, is brought to you by Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription mystery box service that sends to you a box full of random geeky stuff. Basically, you get a t-shirt, uh, little figurines, other little knickknacks every month sent to your home. It's pretty great. It also makes a great gift. The holidays are upon us. If you have a, a significant other or something like that or... Our friend that you can't think of a gift, get them a Loot Crate. It's pretty epic. Don't have any friends? Get a Loot Crate anyway because you know what? Uh, they'll send something to you that's going to be a surprise. So it's going to be great. There's also different kinds of Loot Crates. They have Loot Pets, Loot Wear, which is a cheaper version of Loot Crate. Basically, they send you a shirt and some other kind of wearable item. They also have what's called Loot DX, which is a larger version of, of the normal Loot Crate. And they also have uh, Loot Crate giveaways every month. So if you have a Loot Crate, every month they have a, a mega crate that they uh, randomly pick somebody and they give it away. And it's usually like some big box stuff like TVs and stuff like that. So it's pretty epic. If you would do us a favor and go to trylootcrate.com forward slash be then BTI with a promo code of bridge10. That will save you 10% on any new subscription. Once again, that's trylootcrate.com forward slash be then BTI with the promo code of BRIDGE10, that's like a bridge that you're walking over, and the number 10, to save yourself 10% on any new subscription. And now, on with the show. Welcome to Black and Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu's Prodigy. Alongside me, we have Stitch, uh... We have Kronos and we have Blue. What's and up? this is a special S-Class interview. We have the lovely and talented Dominique Provost Chocolate, also known as the Notorious DPC. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, thanks for coming back on with us. This is uh, interview number two with you. It is. Our it's first repeater. Very happy to see you guys. How is everyone? Everyone's good? Yeah, oh, yeah doing of course. Great. Doing great. Um, Looking forward to my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you guys haven't had that yet. Yeah, we don't have it in the UK, Thanksgiving. So then we've just had it in Canada, right? Because I'm now in Canada, yeah. the whole big thing, and moved countries. But you now have it. When When is your, your Thanksgiving? It's Thursday. Thursday. It's Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, and I made a bunch of sweet potato pies for these guys. And that's cool. Lovely. It's going to be great. Wait, so is uh, the Canadian one just like the American one? Do you just eat a bunch of food, turkey and stuff? Yeah, that's basically what everyone did here. I'm I'm new to this. Stuff. <laughs> hey, let's, not doing much. I'll do this again. Yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome. Let's dive right in then. Um, I know. Right. I was told by the interwebs that you have a uh, background in musical theater. Can you tell us a little bit about maybe a dream role for you? Sure. Um, so I do have a background in musical theatre. I started off uh, thinking that that's what I wanted to do because I had a very strong dancing background. Um, let me know if I'm cutting in and out, by the way, you guys, I just because I'm sorry about the internet, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so I started off uh, primarily as a dancer and trained since I was four years old. And so naturally, when I started having an interest in acting, um, it seemed to be like the logical thing because I can dance, sing, and act so I was like oh I'm gonna do that um that said for me to be completely honest with you I'm like very happy to be going into tv and film because (laughs) I realized when I was actually in it that it wasn't necessarily for me just the, the the eight shows a week thing and like you know very kind of cheesy I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna try and see if I can if I can work in more of like a serious kind of tv film genre 
Right. So that's enough. kind of that was that was the path that I went on, but um, yeah, I'm more excited to to be stuck in to, to what I'm doing now. Really, awesome, awesome. Good. Well, if you weren't into acting and stuff like that, what what side gig would you have? I think it would have like, to be working at Starbucks or something. A singer? Okay. Yeah, I play guitar as well, and I write my own music, so it would be that. I'm just nice. I never show anyone because I'm too nervous to actually show anyone. <laughs> oh come on! Time to make your debut. Come you got to release that mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> I just grab the guitar and start playing. Exactly. Wait, um, yeah. So who influenced you to play the guitar? Um, I just have always been big into singing and uh i used to listen to all sorts of stuff but primarily i used to listen to like anita baker and like amazing singers like old motown singers and stuff like that and i just think that like vocal qualities is like one of the coolest things in the world if you can manage to make your voice do like very intricate stuff so so it's kind of uh yeah that was been my inspiration and now i just kind of mix a few genres together and and play along when i fancy it we knew you had soul we knew it. Oh, nice, babe. Yeah, that, that's that's extremely talented. I mean, I, I'm I'm absolutely blown away. That that's pretty uh, mesmerizing in itself. Um, if you could actually like go back in time and play and uh, be in like an older film, what would be like a, a movie that you would love to see yourself like cast in? Oh wow, that's a really good question. I would love to do something that is completely not my casting. So, like, obviously, an actor's dream is mm-hmm. to do a wide range of things and I always get kind of put into this sweet kind of nice girl character. mm -hmm. Arch villain coming. Saying that, um, Waverly next season, get ready. Uh Oh, I get to play all sorts of stuff coming up. So I'm super excited. Um, but I'd probably play something really badass. Like I'd probably do something like Pulp Fiction or something. like (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Completely, not what anyone would put me in just because you've given me the option, right? I'd be like, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Holy shit, I like that. Hey, um, so to get a little personal, if you feel comfortable, yeah. um, can you describe maybe your like worst dating experience? Because the fans <laughs> do want to know. <laughs> they want to know my worst dating experience. It's just really horrible because what if by chance the person like watches, right? And then <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to let them know. Yeah, they know. They, they uh, might have thought it was great. <laughs> okay, I will. I will tell you that. Um, so, shock horror. I was on Tinder when I uh, a little few years ago, <laughs> um, as everybody I'm sure has done at some point. And uh, I just thought I'll give it a go because everybody was talking about it, and I hadn't dated in a while. So I got myself on Tinder, and it was when I was in Calgary. Um, oh no, now I've told you more. Yeah. <laughs> it's narrowing down. Where were you yeah. at? <laughs> now she's got to think. <laughs> yeah, give, give him a fake name. Um, Is she doing a mannequin pose? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, no, so I, I thought it would be a good idea to meet people and like be able to see different parts of somewhere new, right? So I uh, went on this the first ever date that I'd been on, and it was all going, well, it was very awkward, but it was kind of okay. And then he just started burping and blowing <laughs> it in my face. Oh, what? And I was like, 
<laughs> Did you punch him in the dick? <laughs> <laughs> So there was no second date then. There was no second date. <laughs> and he was really sweet. So I just want to make it clear that he was a very sweet guy. And I feel dreadful now, and I'm probably going to go to hell. <laughs> His loss, though. I mean, damn, he missed out. Yeah, rude yeah. behavior. He's probably sitting somewhere crying in his in his coffee or something. Yeah. Like, I know that girl. I kept burping in her face. Yeah. <laughs> crying, burping in his coffee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So you you talked about season two for like a half a second, but um, do you think you're are you gonna get more action scenes in season two? For Waverly, I think so. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm so excited about season two. Just as a side note, you have no idea. Like I'm the most giddy person in the whole world <laughs> about going back and filming second season. It feels like we've been gone for such a long time. Uh, just I mean, it has been ages, and you know, I moved countries for a bit, and I've had a huge adventure so it's like you put that project not you don't put it to bed but it kind of goes to the back of your mind and then you're doing everything else and auditioning and whatnot and then suddenly I realized that I'm going back to do the coolest role in the world on like the most crazy amazing tv show so I'm like bring it on you know um and what's been really exciting is that I've spoken to Emily a couple of times uh, more recently, and she's like, Dominique, get ready. Ooh. Shit. Longo are gonna go down. You know what I mean? Like, Waverly is got, has got an incredible, uh, I mean, the way we left off, obviously, was completely mental. She touched the goo. Who knows why? Um, <laughs> we saw what happened. Um, and then also, like, is she even an earth? I mean, it left Waverly on so many cliffhangers. It's like, who? I can't even imagine where they're going to be able to go with it. It's extremely exciting. I think that she's definitely going to get a lot more kind of badass action scenes, which I'm not mad about. Um, and yeah, I can't, I can't wait to go back and play. Just get there and start playing. Awesome. Um, I, I was going to ask, um, so what, what's it like having the, the fans just like approach you on the street? Is that a, something that happens frequently? Uh, does it get really awkward? Are you... Are you really like open to? I mean, obviously, there's there's sort of etiquette to it. Um, you shouldn't approach people when they're, they're trying to have like a nice meal or something like that. And like Blue it, does. Yeah, if you're on a date and someone's burping in your face, then obviously maybe we shouldn't approach you. But if we see you just like walking on the street, what's like? Can you tell us uh, what's it what's it like to be approached by by some of your fans? You know what? It ha- it hasn't happened very often. Oh no! To be completely honest with you. Um, so, because I don't know if it's because I'm in, I'm based in Canada at the moment, and obviously the majority of the fans are probably from the US because of sci-fi and whatnot. Um, but every time it has, it has happened a handful of times. I've been more excited than them. <laughs> <laughs> this is so exciting! Um, like the first time it ever happened, I was at uh, Gay Pride in Toronto, nice. and this girl, she was. Uh, sweetest sweetest girl ever and I felt like I was more nervous than her it was very strange I was like I'm actually like a big fan of you for coming up and actually having the guts to come <laughs> and say hi it was a whole big thing so um to be honest with you we have got such an incredible an incredible incredible um fan base and 
I mean, I don't know if you guys follow like all the Twitter and stuff, but there is so much positivity that everybody is pushing out. I honestly don't think that I could ever have a bad experience because they're just, everyone's really cool and chill and nice and like just wanting to, you know, support a good show that represents great things. And it's like, cool, if you're on board, I'm on board. Let's, you know, so I'm fe- I feel like... I don't think I could ever have a bad experience. But maybe I will. Maybe I'll come on next time and it'll be like, <laughs> like a surfing story and I'll have things to tell you. Who knows? Yeah, if it's a bad experience, we'll find them. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> so piggybacking on that, what's it like to help so many people come to terms with who they are and um, basically to have folks in the LGBT community uh, be inspired by Waverly and the, uh, the Way Hot stuff and our relationship and come out of the closet to their family and friends. What's that like to be that inspirational? It's oh, it's the best feeling in the world ever. It really, really is. And it's you know, I've I've spoken about this a few times now, and I never ever want it to lose its you know how genuine I feel about it because it's been the most incredible journey for me as well. Just to see how it had such an effect on people and be able to speak with people even if it's through the internet, just about their experiences. It's like, how special is that, that you can play a role that inspires and influences people? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I feel so honoured. I feel like the luckiest person in the world, honestly. I feel like Emily gave me a gift and I just did my best with it. And I'm so, so glad that people are responding so well to it and that it has helped people. It's just it's the best feeling in the world. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I have a weird question for you, since you're from the UK. What in the world is spotted dick, and is it any good? (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) Wow. You're my new favorite person. Awesome question. I mean, I've been to the UK, too, but I've never actually seen it, so I know it's a food. Yeah. Yeah. I don't eat meat. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure that it's some kind of meat and it's gross. That's what I would say to you. And so maybe stay clear of it. But also you should ask every Brit that question. I would love to see you ask like every British actor and see what the response is and see if anyone actually eats it because I definitely don't. Yeah, yeah that's, what I'm, that's always one of my questions. That I have. <laughs> oh my stuff. gosh. I love that, that and why do you pronounce aluminum weird? I guess <laughs> maybe we announce it. Maybe we say it weird. I know it's aluminium. <laughs> so. <Say> it weird. <laughs> Oh, it sounds cool when you say it. So, yeah. <laughs> You're right. I'm going to say it your way from now on. It's aluminium. I'm on your side. Tripping people out. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, back, it's hard to transition. We were talking about uh, <laughs> going from that. But um, in, ter- uh, in terms of your story arc, uh, a story arc, did you uh, learn about that before the show? Or do you kind of uh, get an idea on where it's going as as you're filming? Um. The last season, we literally just just read episode by episode. Okay. So there would be like Saturday morning and I would be there reading the next <laughs> script with my cup of coffee and madly texting Tim Rose on being like, shit's getting real. Oh my God. <laughs> and it was actually became like a really lovely ritual, like, you know, finding out where it's going. And I think in many ways, it's easier for an actor to do that because you're not preempting anything. You're hmm. just living with exactly what's given. Um. <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry. There's two dogs here right <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that's good. Cool. Um, oh, I can hear myself back now. This oh. is very weird. Oh, I can fix it. Is it better now? Yeah. There we go. Magical. There we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what was I saying? What was I talking about? You're talking about the story arc in terms of uh, you opening up on a Saturday morning and it's sort of being like a uh, yeah. present. Um, I think it's I think it's easier in many ways to be able to just live in that moment and the, for that episode and then just keep kind of dealing with what's coming at you know as it's presented to you rather than knowing already like if I had known that Waverly wasn't even an ERP or potentially not even an ERP and all of that stuff and that you know Nicole and I were going to hook up and whatever I think maybe I would have played it differently. Maybe I wouldn't. It would be really interesting to know the differences. But Emily has said to me for for this season, she's like, do you want to know what's go- what happens? And there's a big part of me that's like intrigued. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm going to leave it and, and do the same as, as last time because it was just so much more fun that way, if that makes sense. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Hey, so I got a question back on for season one, um, and this is sure. something that all of the fans keep bringing up over and over and over again, especially on some of these wonderful Facebook groups. When Waverly right. said, I love her, and I think it was towards the end, maybe episode 13, don't quote me, do you think that was the first time? Yeah. With Officer Hot? Okay. That was the first time for him. And what was that? What do you think Waverly was going yeah. through mentally for that? In that, Man, in that moment. That was a really hard scene, actually, because there was so much going on. And I really wanted to get it right. Because when do you ever see four female, badass females in a scene together without any guys? Not talking about guys. Literally, it was such an, an amazing scene to shoot. Um, and we had, obviously, Natalie's incredible. And Mel's doing her stuff as she does every single day, like, delivering. And then I, and I, thought, about, I thought about that line quite a lot. Because I think, yes, it was the first time that it ever came out of her mouth. But the stakes were so high. It's like, what do you say in that situation? You know what I mean? Like, someone's got a gun pointed at your girlfriend. It's like, you haven't even really told, told your sister about this relationship. And I think it came out of, that's the only thing she could think about saying. It's just like, help. You know what I mean? Help because I'm in love with this woman. You don't. I need you to understand the severity of this situation right now because it's life or death, and I want you. You, know. you cut out a oh, little bit towards the end. Can you get that last part in? Oh, sorry. Yeah, of course. Um, so I was just saying that I think it. You know, in that moment, not knowing what to say. Um, it's the main thing I needed to get across or what Waverly needed to get across was the severity of the situation. And it's like, you know, somebody's got a gun pointed at her. I need you to know. It's like, help me. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm in love with this woman and you need to know it's not just like a fling. I'm not just having sex with her or whatever. It's like, this is the real deal. And I think that that's, that's where that came from. It definitely came across. That was a very powerful scene. I just got to tell you that. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. That was very kind of you. All right. We, old, um, old Ninja joined us late as hell, but just, just I to did, put that yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, got, I was stuck in traffic. There's an accident on the freeway. Nobody care about no your traffic shit. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you see you again, Dominique? <laughs> <laughs> what, would you, uh, what would be a good theme song or like background music to your life? Like if you were just like walking down the, the street, what would be wow. like some... Like if you had like a band following you or, or like a, a, a DJ, what, what, would, what song would be constantly sort of playing 
Is he is he bust up in a room somewhere? I feel like mainly because I just love this song, but uh, "Son of a Preacher Man" by Justin. Oh, okay. Is. Or like I don't know why I just love that vibe, like the the preacher's son when his daddy will visit, come along, like the just the oh, yes. soul in that song. Or maybe um, mate. Maybe. maybe like a great Stevie. I don't know which one. Maybe I Wish by Stevie Ooh, Wonder. I love it. Very Ooh. nice. I think we're still here. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I Wish by Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay, cool. I don't know, but that—I mean, you—you're you, asking these questions. That's a big question. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, if, if you want to, if, if you want to just answer your your questions in like sing song form, that's completely <laughs> fine with us. Like, I'm just mesmerized. Like, and br- please, br- yeah, break out that guitar if you feel like it. If you just want to get your groove on, just have a jam session with us. Gladly, free, feel free to do so. Uh, I can sing along with you. You know, I'm a little bit famous. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you come to any uh, American shows or concerts? Have you been in any concerts in the U.S.? Oh, say that again. Have you been Sorry, to any concerts? Two seconds, but I think we're back. Okay. Have you been to any concerts in the U.S.? No, never. Oh no. Okay. Not sad. Favorite. Very sad. Favorite concert in in uh, the U.K. then or Canada that you've been to? One that just sticks out from this years and years ago, uh, I think it's probably because it was one of my first ever concerts, was I went and saw Macy Gray before she got big, and oh, that was oh, like, wow. she was amazing. Like, nice. I just remember being like, woo! <laughs> um, but I also saw The Roots live, and they were amazing. Nice. Uh, in Bristol, because I'm obviously a Bristol girl. Um, and that was really cool and intimate, and again, like, yeah. What's up? I spoke to them after. That was a really good concert. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I need to go and see some more concerts in the US, though, for sure, when I'm around. Because now that I'm spending a bit more time there, I should definitely check it out. Yeah, you're pretty close. So, yeah, Canada's yeah. not far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, flip this around a little bit. Usually on interviews, we just ask you a bunch of questions. But do you have any questions for Americans in general or anything for us? Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. You keep it like the internet keeps going. Do I have any questions? Questions for you guys. Or, yeah, just like about like weird things that Americans do or anything like that. Like, I asked you this probably a big question, so you might have to do something weird. <laughs> it's, at a, it's at a big time, obviously, because of the election. Obviously, it's like, oh, Why did you elect no, Donald I'm joking. Trump? Yeah. <laughs> we did. Um, do I have any questions? Let me think about it and I will let, I'll let you know if sure. I do. How's yeah. it? No How's problem. That? Have you guys talked about the kissing scene from Why Not Earth yet? Had that question been asked? Uh, not in detail. Go ahead. Because I, I kept jumping out of the room because I, I brought my dog here. She's been barking, so I've been out in and out of the room. But um, so yeah, so in this season, you had like a kissing scene oh, with man. another. I'm so scene sorry, now. it's confusing you guys. Oh, oh can, you got us now. Can you see I'm us? so sorry, you guys. You want to switch? Just, to the... uh, just, just give me what? Just give me one second. It's just gonna like it does a thing and then it will be back. No problem. Sure. Okay. okay. So, no problem. So just try and say that again. Something about a kissing scene? Yeah, so this on this season of uh, what, not, We're Not a Herb. Um, <laughs> you got that black list, man. <laughs> <laughs> so there, you have like an intimate kissing scene. Um, and a relationship. And a relationship. On top of that, with another female. Um, how was that kissing scene and did you slip in a tongue? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> almost let me spit out my soda. <laughs> that would be <laughs> Oh. No, um... I can't remember exactly if there was tongue, if wow. I'm honest, but I do remember 
that there was a conversation that was had in the makeup trailer before we did it. So I was a bit nervous, you know, as you do with anyone that you're having, you have to kiss on, on camera because you're like, you want to make sure that it's hot and you want to make sure that it's hot straight away. Um, and sometimes you don't have a huge amount of time. But I remember uh, Kat and I like turned to each other in the makeup chair and I think it was her that said, so like, if by accident it just happens to slip in, are you cool with that? And I was like, oh, wow. 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 Man, this interview is the best. <laughs> awesome. And did you say yes or no? Of course I said yes. Oh, oh yes. Nice. Confirmation, Internet. <laughs> I was curious. I was like, I wonder how that conversation yeah, yeah. goes. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's always awkward, like, no matter who you're doing a, a kissing scene with, just because you like you've spent so much time together and we were like friends by this point, you know, we've like done a, a good amount of episodes to, and drunk enough wine on a Saturday <laughs> night to realize that we're like, we're good friends. And then it's like, suddenly you have to do break that boundary of then, you know, kissing each other. Um, but we were, we were so cool about it. We just wanted to make sure that like we represented it in the best possible way. And I, I think that's why she said that just because it's like, whatever happens in the moment, Let's not hold either hold back or push it too far. Like, let's just do whatever happens in that moment as like actors, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think that was the best possible way we could have approached it. And I, I hope that it that it came across on scene because I mean that scene was was very important and for for Waverly's journey and for Nicole's journey. That scene felt so intimate and real. Um, it just it was really inspiring, and it was one of my favorite parts. And it's funny because. When we interviewed you uh, earlier this year, that scene hadn't aired yet, and there no. were hints and innuendos in the sh- in the show, and I was like, I wonder if they're going this direction. And then when it hit, and the way hot moment happened, <laughs> everybody lost their mind. They were like, "Holy shit! It's it's here! It's real! <laughs> way hot is the truth." So sorry, I just had to add that. <laughs> uh, thank you. Actually, that probably contributed. Um, <laughs> that was our second most listened to episode ever, actually. was yes. the one that you and Shamir were on. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Aww, that's awesome. Do you know when season two actually airs? Because we were so proud and happy when the announcement happened at San Diego Comic-Con about season two yeah. uh, for uh, yeah. Why Not Earth. When, when does season two air? I know you filmed some of it, right? I'm, oh, I'm sorry. We didn't we get that. Did we get? You still there? I think she might be back. No, she's playing uh, the mannequin challenge. Sorry, uh, it froze, but we're back. Okay, awesome. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Um, yeah, no, no. Is it about when it actually airs? Yeah. I I don't know the exact date, but I know that they want it to come as quickly as possible. So that, that's why um, we were going to start shooting in January. They've now brought it back to December so that we can get it done as quick as possible so that the fans aren't waiting forever. And I know that Sci-Fi are pushing for that and... Um, the production and obviously all of us guys. So we're going to try and get it out as soon as possible, but I don't have an exact start date for you, unfortunately. That's okay. We'll wait on pins and needles. That's all good. Uh, Thanks. But it's going to be good and it's going to be worth the wait because it's like, I think with sci-fi shows and genre shows, it's so exciting because, you know, it takes a while to get all the framework set up and like to find the feet with everything. And like, especially when it's such a complex, mythology and it's like now we've got to 13 it was like everybody's on board everybody knows what you know what's going down and now we can just play from here we don't have to like set anything up Mm -hmm. so i think from my understanding yeah season two is going to be 
10 times better than season one. And we'll start where we left off with episode 13. And if you can imagine where we were with episode 13, which is pretty, I think, was amazing. It's like we can only keep going up, which, uh, yeah. So it's going to be worth the wait, you guys. Hell yeah. Uh, nice. Old Ned, do you have one? Yeah, just really quick. Uh, over the summer, you, had a, you were at Comic-Con. Um, how did you enjoy that? Was this your first Comic-Con, actually? I think we froze. Oh, Comic-Con was amazing. Yes, it it was my first Comic-Con. We'd done WonderCon before, um, and then we did (laughs) Comic-Con. And I was like, it can't get more crazy than WonderCon. And then it did. And (laughs) we were like, oh, yeah, okay, this is crazy. But in the best possible way. (laughs) Um, And it was amazing meeting even more of the fans, feeling, you know, by that point, it was like the, the show but actually aired and seeing the reaction and seeing how far people had traveled to come and see how much it meant to them, you know, like the show actually means something to them, which is, it just gives, it's just all the gratification and like everything that you wish for, like in front of your eyes. So yeah, I mean, I think by all the photos of me at Comic-Con the next day, I was like, wow, I've like got like a grin from here to here. I'm like so overexcited. I look like just this crazy woman, but um, yeah, I think it's a good representation of how i was feeling for sure awesome do you have any plans to come out to a pride day out here in san francisco mm, great question to where a pride day it's like a gay pride day it's like a parade I'd and stuff i'd love like to in san fran yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's pretty I big san francisco. i went to san francisco after comic-con because we did wait was it after comic-con yeah yeah it was after comic-con and i went and I flew to San Francisco just because I'd never been and was like, I have to check out San Francisco whilst I'm like relatively close mm. and have like the best week ever. I think that it's like one of my favorite places I've ever been for sure. You didn't mind, um, you so, didn't mind yeah, the urine smell? <laughs> what did you say? You didn't mind the urine smell of San Francisco? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> London, so don't worry about it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but it washes away in London because it rains a lot. There. See here, it just kind of stacks up and we haven't got rain lately. <laughs> Well, if you ever come back to San Francisco, you know, you got a tour guide right here. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. I have experience. <laughs> Where can uh, our, the wonderful people of the internet uh, reach you and uh, contact you maybe on Twitter or whatever? Sure. So my handle is at Dominique P underscore C. And same thing on Instagram. Those are the two best places to contact me. Um, I thought you said handle, like like a gamer yeah. would say. Yeah. It. yeah. What is, yeah. Are you, are you, is that not how you guys say it over here? No, no. Do I need my not for my lingo? <laughs> it's perfect. And are, are you going to give out the uh, the uh, Tinder handle or you oh. shut that down? Oh, dare <laughs> you. Oh, my God. Uh, one last question. Uh, what is your favorite dessert? Oh, uh, internet connection. Did, oh, no, did it's you dropping. Hold on. Are you? No, it's what you oh said. no, the internet went just at the last moment, I think. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, we're back. I finally what? saw what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All what, right. What's your favorite dessert, Dominique? Uh, <laughs> chocolate banana. Oh! <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, that was so much fun. Much love. That's we awesome. appreciate you. You are the best. Uh, we will be watching Winona Earp and Baby uh, Breath. Yeah. Yes, we can't wait for season two. Thanks, guys. You, you literally, I have to I have to reiterate that you guys are so cool and it's been an absolute pleasure. So thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Have a good day. All right. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.
through his God-given genius of science. Man, at last, has succeeded in penetrating further and further 